This is just why it matters, and the program is about conversations with people from different walks of life. My guests are subject experts as well as people who have the lived experience of being blind or who have low vision. We'll cover topics ranging from sports, arts, social events, and everything else across the spectrum for as long as it helps you lead a full life. Welcome to Just Why It Matters. Welcome to Just Why It Matters. I'm Kenneth Poir, your host. And with me today, I've got Caleb Brook, who is the Employee Experience Officer right here at Visibility. Kayla, welcome to Just Why It Matters. Thanks for having me, Kenneth. Fantastic. Now, we're going to talk about something that you've sent an email about, and this occurred only about a week or two ago, and it's about the whole idea of gratitude and being grateful. Yes. Now, what exactly is being grateful and what is gratitude? Being grateful is essentially, it's a quality of being thankful. Mm-hmm. So it's about I suppose, taking time to recognise and show appreciation to what we have around us. Mm-hmm. It's noticing the little things like clean drinking water or what someone might do for us, the sound of the birds. Mm. just reminds us that we're alive. Things that we take for granted. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so where did you get this whole idea of gratitude and why do you think it's important for us to cultivate? Well... It's something I've been interested in for quite some time, but I've never been able to foster it mm-hmm. per se. So I used to attempt to write a gratitude journal and I would say, okay, I'm going to write five things today and I'm going to write why I'm grateful for them and what that means. And it became a whole big a whole big task yeah. that I would then be overwhelmed to do mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't actually do it. And then I'd feel guilty for not doing it and not engaging in my journal. <laughs> yeah, because, and it was, I was interested in it because I'd come to learn about the benefits of it. Mm. You look at what you have, what you have grows. Yeah. So I thought that was a simple thing I could do. So what exactly are the benefits of cultivating this virtue of, and it is a virtue, a virtue of gratitude? Well, it's really just taking time to, you know, we keep we getting stuck into this this mindset that we never have enough, and that I suppose is fueled by social media, looking at what others have around us, and comparing. And as they say, comparison is the thief of joy. So mm. if we can focus on what we have, we're bound to be happier. There has been lots of studies around this that they've found people have lower symptoms of stress and anxiety, depression. They get more sleep. They recover quicker from challenges because they're able to see the the silver lining per se. And they have stronger relationships and connections because they're able to appreciate what others do for them. And that creates more thankfulness and connection. Right. And they just have higher satisfaction with life. Now, this whole idea of gratitude can easily be misread and misconstrued one could actually go around feeling like as if somebody else should be grateful for my existence and grateful for what I've done and grateful for what I've said. (laughs) How do we guard ourselves against the misinterpretation of gratitude? Mm, It is interesting because it can be 
it can almost be detrimental to us when we're expecting it and we have this sense of entitlement. Mm. And it could actually increase our stress levels because we're walking around almost expecting someone to say, oh, thank you, oh, I worship the ground you walk upon. It's, it's dangerous, isn't it, if it's misconstrued and misread? Yeah, definitely. And I suppose that comes back to our intention. What is the intention of what we're doing? Is it to is it for the to get that thanks or are we actually trying to express our thanks? Yeah. I suppose it's just looking at within at that intention. Going on to the next part of our conversation. Now, gratitude, do we need to rely on how we feel in that moment in time and our emotional state? Or is it more than just a mind thing? I suppose when we're feeling down, um, it is obviously harder to look for things to feel grateful for. But that is where it comes in the most useful to sort of, not protect us, but act as a barrier against when we are feeling down, Mm. when we can still look for those the silver lining, I suppose you could say. Yeah. Even if it's something like clean drinking water. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we could end up feeling too sorry for ourselves too often, can't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So talk about some practical steps. What can we do to begin to develop and cultivate this virtue of gratitude? Well, you can do what I try to do and do the gratitude journal. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> I still five items a day? <laughs> so I would cut it back. Keep <laughs> okay. it simple. Three is usually a good number. Be grateful for three. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> one's easy to find. Two's, you know, not so bad. Three makes you think a little bit more, but yeah. it's still achievable. Right. A way, the way that I found it sustainable was that I, earlier this year, I did a, I did a challenge, a 21-day mm. challenge with Happiness Co., and part of that challenge was to share three gratitudes a day. Right. So that was where I really found really. my a, a habit. Yeah. Was doing it for 21 days straight. Mhm. After that I thought, okay, how am I going to sustain this now that the challenge is over? So I chose like a a buddy. So I found a friend who I asked each day, what are, you, what are three things you're grateful for? And they would ask me three things that I was grateful for. And that was how I've sustained it since, mm. since that challenge finished. Right. And then I found in that person, if they were in a bad mood and I asked what three things you're grateful for, their mood lifted. So I started to realise, hey, this actually has an effect not only on myself, but when I ask someone else what they're grateful for, so I suppose one of the steps is to ask someone, right. someone else what they're grateful for yeah, and co-create that habit. And the beauty of it is that you can really just do it anywhere. You can do it while you're walking. You can do it while you're doing nothing. You can do it while you're waiting in a line for something. Mm. It's just something you can think about at any time and right. look for. Yeah. Now, Kayla, you're a young person. You come from a generation much younger than I come from. Do you think there are things in the works right now in society that works against people noticing and acknowledging what they should be grateful for? I'm thinking here particularly 
social media because everything yeah. is about instant gratification. What somebody else looks like on Facebook, on Instagram, can I look like that as well? You know, their lives look so perfect and yeah. I'm not happy now. And do you think that that is a bit of a downer? And what other things do you think work against the gratitude virtue? Yeah, definitely. Social media is a picture of of our perfect lives. We don't post, you know, you when never we're having post a, a boring bad hair day, day or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we post our best selves. Yeah. And the most exciting things that we might be doing and yeah. and people look at that and instantly compare or they might post something for that for that gratification. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, damaging connection. Yeah. And the realness of life. Mm. So it definitely, definitely has an impact. Yeah. Now, I like the fact that you've just mentioned realness of life because what we're trying not to do here is to deny that certain things have gone wrong in our day, mm. but also not to lose sight of the things that we should be thankful. So what are some of the things that we need to keep in mind so that we don't get sort of lost in this whirlwind of media telling us all the bad news and Facebook saying you should be like this because your friends look like this. How does a young person in today's society battle against that? Mm. So so your question is how do we... Yeah. How do we against people telling us that we need this and we need that and we need this and then the media is putting out their bad news cells and someone says oh you see so things are really really bad in the world and 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 trying to balance that with the fact that we don't want to deny that there are certain things that go wrong it's yeah it is a i suppose with gratitude you don't want to overdo it for instance, if someone comes to you with a problem and they're complaining about something, you don't want to turn around and be like, oh, but you should be grateful for this. Mm. While that's not a bad thing, it's discounting that person's concern. Mm. So I suppose recognising. So you don't want to be on one end of the spectrum where you're in denial that anything bad happens. Validate those feelings. Yeah, you want to validate that person and those feelings yeah. whilst also recognising your blessings, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so... Big question. What are you grateful for? <laughs> I've come up with, because I practice this every day, I find three things to be grateful for. Okay. But I, there's many things that I've found over those times, but I suppose the main the main three things is family, mm-hmm. uh, friends, and, you know, my health. Yeah. Because when you get sick, you realise oh. how grateful you are for it. Yeah. I was sick a couple of weeks ago, and so I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Now, I've mentioned to you in a conversation before this day that there's a friend I know of and she's even grateful for clean laundry. Yeah, yeah. Do How many of us even think about that when we go to our wardrobes and there's fresh, clean, nice-smelling clothes? I know, it really is. Ever since you told me that, I've actually been focusing on my laundry I'm like you know what I'm glad I have a washing machine <laughs> and the utent like the equipment to clean this and the smell of my clothes when they're clean yeah, and it's just right. something that you don't think about yeah yeah now I've also asked myself the same question what am I grateful for and this morning I thought about it and I said my next breath mm. 
because there's no guarantee that I'm going to have my next breath. And yet we walk around breathing completely unaware that we are breathing. We don't even think about our next breath, do we? Yeah. That's a really powerful one. Yeah. It really brings us back to the moment, doesn't it? It does. It and does, focusing yeah. Focusing on that. That's right. On that breath. That's right. Mm. Okay, That's the so the beauty of sharing things that you're grateful for because others might think of something that you hadn't thought about before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, as a person who's legally blind, I've also gone through that journey of struggling with, you know, the loss of uh, sensory perception. Mm. Um, and one of the things that I've been I've rather become more aware of are the other four senses that are still working. Mm. And, you know, it's the half cup empty versus half cup full. I know it sounds a bit cliched, but there is a semblance of truth in that, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so now your employee experience officer right here at Visibility... How are you introducing this into our workplace, into the minds and hearts of our co-workers? The reason that it's come about in the workplace was because we were looking to create a health and well-being strategy. Right. So that was co-created between staff here at Visibility. So there was a number of people that got involved to meet up have conversations about what our health and well-being strategy might look like and gratitude was something that that came up quite a few times and we started talking about this concept of attitude of gratitude Mm. had a nice ring to it so yeah that's essentially where that's fallen out from and within that strategy we have this mindset that you change your change your thoughts you change your world and one of the focus areas is to cultivate gratitude in the workplace. So some of the ways that we've done that is bring that onto our social media platform, Yammer. So there's a group on there where staff can go in and share things that they're grateful for, can share quotes, anything related to gratitude. Right. And that's taken off quite nicely. And then the the other way that we're bringing that in is through team meetings. So that's just a simple, easy way that you can you know, at the beginning of the meeting, everyone will go around and share one thing they're grateful for. Yeah. And it's been quite a nice way to start off a meeting. Right. And then, you know, in some departments, they're doing like a gratitude tree. They've got like an electronic gratitude tree oh, that's happening in, the, in one of the departments. Yeah. So, yeah, just all these, all the little simple incremental things <clears throat> that add up. Kayla, you and I and everyone else out there are going to have those moments. And the moment is when we run into someone who rubs us or rubs up against our personality, goes against the grain of our personality. And it's natural because it's a reality of life. How do we temper or how does the virtue of gratitude or that attitude of gratitude help us temper our response and reaction in those difficult moments Mm. yes it's definitely inevitable that we'll that we're not going to get along with everyone Mm. and I suppose when I've had those encounters I might reflect on it and think about what I've maybe learnt from that experience or you know look within myself at why that challenged me and then be grateful that I've learnt from that Mm -hmm. yeah also it forces us to look for something good in that person for which we can be grateful for yeah, exactly. It's um difficult, but mm. 
if we're going to embrace the attitude of gratitude, I suppose uh, we can't do it without a bit of a challenge, can we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's in those moments that it's most useful. That's right. Absolutely mm. true. Okay, so that's how we're doing it within our workplace. What do you think are some of the advantages or arguments that would help us or prompt us to start helping our clients become more aware of what they should be grateful for. Do you think we should do that? Yes, of course. I feel like gratitude is almost infectious. So when you start, when you foster a habit of it and start practicing it, it's easier to look for. Mm-hmm. And we might end up, you know, people might end up fostering that with clients by asking them what they're grateful for. Right. Um, would be a good way to do it or you know I want to go back to the word that you use infectious and I like that word and it's one of my favorite words when it's used properly because if we have been able to cultivate that gratitude Mm. within ourselves we're going to be almost radiating a different type of reaction or rather not a reaction but a response to every situation and that is attractive in an, in an infectious way isn't it mm. and maybe that's where our clients will begin to see each one of us and even the organization as being something very infectious and something that they would like to develop for themselves as well but how mm. do we translate that into interactions, I suppose. Um, it's, you can't give what you yourself don't possess, isn't it? Yes, exactly. We have to first look after ourselves so that we can help others. Right. And I suppose a way, a way that I've heard it come about in conversations around here is that something might happen and then there's, I heard a staff member the other day go, oh, well, I'm grateful I've got this though. I'm grateful that happened. So yeah. just using it, just acknowledging that and voicing that to someone makes them maybe think about it too. So in that infectious way. And another thing is, I suppose, just giving thanks to someone. Mm -hmm. It's, that's the next step. Very powerful. Thank you. Yeah. The first step is, I suppose, acknowledging that you're grateful for something. And the next layer of that is to express your appreciation for that. Right. Yeah. I think, the whole idea of gratitude is in itself very um, empowering. Mm. And it, as you have, as you've rightly said, that infectious nature of gratitude is like a little pool and you throw a pebble in it and the ripples always move outwards. Yeah, the ripples grow. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, and showing thanks to someone can have an effect on them. It makes people feel good when they when they feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. So if we can foster that with forward. staff and with clients and even the other way around. For instance, the other day I was talking to a staff member and they said a client had thanked them for for their appointment that day and, and the way he described it to me was that it filled his cup <laughs> and then he felt like he could give more after that. So oh, that's beautiful. It was like a circle how yeah. it went round. Right, right. Okay, resources. If someone out there is interested to start investigating how they can be more grateful and develop a more a stronger attitude of gratitude in their lives, mm-hmm. 
where would you suggest they go? Are there websites? Are there places with resources that they can go to just investigate and reflect on this whole idea of being grateful? There's definitely a vast amount of resources out there. It's not a new concept. You know, it's been around for about 100 years. Mm. So if you're looking for ways to find gratitude, I would start just, there are things out there to inspire you, but I'd start looking at things around you, friends, family, coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So the resources really are right around us every single day and every single moment if we so choose to look out for it. Yes, exactly. That's great. Mm. Kayla Brook, she is the Employee Experience Officer right here at Visibility and we've been talking about gratitude. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Kenneth. Fantastic. And until I see you again, this is Kenneth Poir signing out.